Good morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And today we're talking about Halloween games. Ideas for Halloween games, right? There you go. Ideas, not we yeah. And yeah, yes. Games would work well with Halloween, I guess. So Halloween is coming up in less than a week, or exactly a week. We decided to do a little episode about games with the Halloween theme, at least. Now, Halloween theme can be different to different people. Right. If you have little kids, it's probably costumes and trick-or-treating. Right. Not the Jason and the Purge. Yeah. Movies like that. Or themes like that. Or if you're teenagers, maybe. I say that because if you're going to run, it would be perfect to run a game for Halloween. I did it for Christmas for the kids and they loved it. I would say doing something like that for tweens or even teenagers that are really into role-playing games and don't want to go trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah, that's good. And if it happens on a Saturday night? Sunday? This year, it's a Sunday. Okay. so But we, you can do the game anytime around Halloween. I, you're right. There are a few themes that we probably should discuss as far as what kind of themes you can have for your game. So the first one is horror, right? That's right off the bat. Let's just get that one out of the way. Now, when I talk about horror, I'm talking like anything... A game based on any kind of media, like movies, books, TV, even comics. I can even think of comic books. And that's the horror. That's the Jason. Uh, I, I don't think uh, a slasher movie would become a, translate to a good RPG. But I don't know. It could. There's a slasher going around slashing and killing people. Right. And you're trying to stop them. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. That that would work. That would translate and well. And or get them out of the this realm, whatever. <laughs> so usually, uh, yeah. So th- you're right. So those games, that theme of a game is probably something that could work, as long as everybody buys into that whole thing, right? If you, everybody knows what they're into, then it's okay. I think uh, some of those some of those themes can be very mature, right? You know, mature audiences type well, of thing. That's what I was talking about. You're not going to run that kind of game for seven and eight year olds right Right, exactly but teenagers who have just all watched all the halloween movies in the month of october or all of the all the scary movies freddy krueger yeah yeah Yeah, in fact there's a lot of people uh i'm a i'm on facebook and so people on facebook are saying they're they're watching 31 movies for halloween or something for the month of october and since i avoid uh scary movies that's not me i don't i don't mind them but i also don't really I could leave them, right? I don't really need to see them. I mean, I've seen some classics. I've seen, like, Halloween. I've seen the Halloween. Is that the one with Jason? Yeah. I think. I don't know. I, I, I saw Friday the 13th. That, that scared the bejeebies out of me when I was a teenager. Yeah. I think, but I think some, ga- some games, some movies have gone into, like, too much slash, right? Just, like, weird killing type stuff. And, and maybe some people might be able to run a game like that. I probably wouldn't. Uh, I know I probably wouldn't be able to, so... That's not my, my kind of shtick. So those kind of games, they usually involve, uh, like you said, a killer, a mad killer, whether he's uh, supernatural or not, that's up to the game. And the people involved are either trying to stop him, trying to send him back to Freddy Krueger, back to wherever he came from, or usually, usually there's some reason why they're doing what they're doing. If someone stood in front of a mirror and called a mirror, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Candyman and all these other people, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, the, so th- I think those are perfect Halloween games, right? Especially for adults who, who enjoy horror. Right. Or, like, if you play Call of Cthulhu or 
any of the games that go yeah. in the horror direction then. And it, I think they're pretty good one shots because they're they're, yeah. they're self contained, right? Just like the movie or just like a book, and you can run the game, and it has a definite ending. But you don't have to have just those kind of horror games, right? No, no. But games, but games that would probably translate well into that kind of game to run that kind of game. I'm thinking like uh, what Call of Cthulhu. And Call of Cthulhu, you could do anything from shtick to the comedy kind of Halloween thing. That's well, true. As much comedy as you can have in Call of Cthulhu as you're going insane. <laughs> well, I think you can maybe you can ignore that sane mechanic. Maybe maybe you could you would use it, but that's up to you. Other game systems I was thinking about, Dark Conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Stalking the Night Fantastic go way back with TriTech games. And that was a goofy little... It had a, had a, that is, you were talking about, uh, what is it, comedic? Comedic. Comedic twist to it. That one, if you read the book, it's totally twisted, right, in that comedic style. In the writing of the rules, you make a character. Well, he starts off with this character who's a writer who gets invited to a, uh, a game con or something like that. A convention of some sort where there's gaming and stuff. There happens to be werewolves, and he, as he's receiving his uh, his award for best uh, writer of this or that, he beans the werewolf over the head with uh, with his award, which has a little bit of silver in it, which is enough to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was, uh, then he was, uh, what is it? He was brought forth into the world of the stalking the night, fantastic. So throughout the whole rule book, he's the character that they're making. He's the character that. They use as examples, and it, everything has a slight bent of comedic twist to it. So I think it was pretty Dark funny. humor. Yeah, dark humor. I can't think of more games uh, that would be good for horror games, but I guess you could use, like, GURPS would, be, would work. In fact, there's even a GURPS horror, I'm sure. I'm sure Steve Jackson came up with that one. Other systems that are, are like, uh, generic, any of them would work. The Numenera uh, cipher system. Year Zero engine. Well, say your, your, your group is not necessarily into horror, but they're into a certain game like uh, Tales from the Loop or, or Traveler. I'm giving two very divergent ones, although their systems might not be that divergent. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty different. Okay. So, but they want to play a Halloween or you want to you do a, a Halloween episode for them. Yeah, well, you could. I mean, either one. I mean, one, Traveler, Horror, Alien, something like that. Yeah. Or as Tales for the Loop. Oh, Alien would be a perfect Halloween episode. <laughs> oh, I could put that in horror. Yeah, space horror. <laughs> and then there's, uh, what was the other one? Tales from the Loop. Just set it during Halloween. Right. And there could be the mystery could be that the robots have started trick-or-treating or they're doing weird things. Or candy is missing. Or candy is, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good one. So I think when you, when you look at that kind of theme, it has nothing to do with horror, right? The Tales from the Loop game that we right. talked about. So I think that's another thing. Just set it during Halloween. It might not have anything to do with Halloween. It might not be horrific or horror. But uh, I was the first thing that came to mind was E.T. Now, some of you may not even have seen E.T. I'm sure most people have, even if they're younger. Okay. So E.T. at one point takes place during Halloween. The, during Halloween. Yeah. And in fact, they're playing Dungeons and Dragons at the beginning of the movie, the one they're playing. And they go outside, and that's when they find E.T. because he's a creepy little dude. Well, they don't find him, but Elliot later on, does. Elliot finds him, and then he takes him into the closet or something. So anyway, uh, later on, it's actually uh, Halloween, and they disguise him as a little ghosty, right? Yeah, uh, Mister uh, Mister E.T. I think that's a great idea to set a game in, during Halloween, no matter what game you're playing. 
If you already have an established game and it's running, you might want to run a Halloween version of, of whatever. Right. Or whatever game you're playing. You know, insert Halloween or a, a festival of like of light that, the Dia de los Muertos for, I don't know what else there is in, in other cultures, but you can run those kind of games. They don't have to be horrific. They could be, like I said, something a little bit more whimsical if, if you just don't want to get into that horror business. Well, I would say that if you're, if you do D and D and you don't want it to be a scary game, you right. could have it that Halloween, the whatever the All Hallows Eve or um, or Samhain, whatever they call it in in your world D and D world. Yeah, that's one. That's when the veil is really thin, right? That's the idea. Is that's when you want to dress up to keep the ghosts from seeing you. Okay, yeah, sure. And, and that kind of stuff, right? So you could go with that kind of theme. You could do there's they're having a festival and something goes missing. And or people go missing and you have to go find them and bring them back. When you just said it during that time, then anything is that happens is Halloween themed. I mean, theoretically, uh, somebody gets lost, uh, an important part of the ceremony that needs to be done. Uh, nobody can find it. And then it, you can make it into an investigative game or you can make it into an adventure game where, well, we, we lost this one. This one broke. You got to go to where, wherever, you know, the mountain. Or Doom. in the middle of your festival, you know, someone accidentally summons the, one of the demon lords comes <laughs> that's, out. That's a good one, too. So you have to deal with this creature that suddenly shows up. Yeah. Now, that's a good one. I hadn't thought of that. And I would say campy is good for stuff like that. I mean, if you're not really into horror, campy is always better, right? I actually like campy, though I haven't really played or ran many games in, of that ilk. I think I don't think I've ever ran. A, I think the closest was when you were running your game, uh, the the Christmas one. Uh, it wasn't campy, but I mean that's as close as well, I've Santa ever Claus been. was was a had a a two hand a two headed axe right battle axe he was a battle axe guy so exactly so that game w- was actually really good themed it was Christmas themed but but you can import all the ideas that you had in that into a Halloween theme right and I think uh, I think those games could be pretty fun I think a lot of people will probably enjoy them because you know who people a lot of people like Halloween right well yeah Halloween is like one of the coolest coolest holidays right and i guess you, you can even <laughs> i didn't thought about this but you can even ask people to show up in character right in, in costume right <laughs> in costume because then you can like after or before your game you can uh, have a little party i think it would be cool to have a halloween party and play a game at the halloween party yeah where everybody's dressed up that would be cool that would be really neat I never thought, and then it wouldn't feel so self-conscious about dressing up right because some Cause people most people don't dress up when we play D right. as you all know but right. it's a it's a, what is it? A stereotype. A meme out there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh I, w- I just thought of a game that I think would be a great Halloween game. is Paranoia. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. not totally sure how you would do it, but I think that that would be cool. Well, you know, P- Paranoia, I don't know for some of you who, who out there who have never heard of it or have played it, but it is in a world after, you know, uh, the apocalypse. Uh, there's these underground cities uh, called complexes and and everything's run by this computer that's a little off that's gotten a little crazy so it really is like paranoid right and it there's a lot of uh interpersonal conflict between the players it's the only game where you're really allowed to just kill your fellow players right so right. there has to be a good reason uh, but the reason can be anything right right so is as long as there's a reasonable reason for you to kill to explain your, it right yeah because you don't want to waste the computer uh, property that's true everybody's because then they might come after you right so i think uh 
paranoia if even if it's just a little bit of Halloween, right? Or it could just be it could just be October thirty first or close to October thirty first, and the computer tells you the story about Halloween, maybe. Or even or even even better, you're trying to subvert this this crazy idea of, oh, of people giving away candy, and you're trying to find the source of where this idea is coming from, right? So why would I, they do that? Yes. How very not cooperative yes. they are being. Yes, very against the computer. The computer doesn't approve of it, so it shouldn't be done. It shouldn't be done. So I haven't never thought about that. I haven't thought about paranoia. Paranoia is a good game, especially because it's very manic and mayhem, right? Right. It, 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 it can lead that way. And I think those kind of games are perfect for, for a Halloween-themed game. I think about, um, oh, when we were talk- thinking about this episode, I was thinking about Babylon 5, where they oh. bring back... Jack the Ripper, right? He comes back as this <laughs> as this creature that the Vorlons had 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 not saved. They pulled him out of space and time, so you know he can stop killing people. But they use him as a truth seeker, right? Well, I was thinking that um, it would be cool, pretty cool a space game, like if you if you're on a space station or in your spaceship, and somebody finds finds like a Halloween a box full of old Halloween costumes. Maybe it's haunted or something. <laughs> but since you're since you are in a literal science fiction, right? You're there's not necessarily magic or anything like that. But that would be kind of cool to have things that aren't normally there. Right. I don't remember the Jack the Ripper episode. So was he killing people? No, he was. He was. Um, he was torturing Sheridan and Malin. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. I mean, not cool, but I don't remember that one at all. That'd be creepy. So they, it was. It was very creepy. Huh. There's also that episode where I don't know if you remember it, but there's a a section on Babylon Five that nobody goes to because the, it's like in between the the elevator. Oh doesn't yeah, stop there. it doesn't stop there, right? There's like a secret floor. And the guy that plays Freddy Krueger is in that episode. Oh yeah. And that episode is <laughs> the universe is everybody goes. The universe comes for everybody, and the universe is this is this space creature that eats people. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that was a good one. That, that was, was funny. An excellent one. That yeah, would be a great Halloween episode. It was the the security guy who yeah. who, who who figures out because there's a little bit too much space between the what, uh, to get and to a floor and he counts there. it right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Wasn't it like floor thirteen or something? Yeah, well, yeah. section thirteen. <laughs> yeah, so here you go. You could be like in a regular game, a regular non-Halloween game, and just have a a session that deals with Halloween or deals with that time period or whatever make it creepy so that's pretty funny yeah i hadn't thought of that you know you could even think about like star trek any any, any of them wow that's pretty good well except maybe like i don't know does star wars have a a halloween because they're in a different universe that's or true. a different they're in a galaxy, sorry, far, different far, far, galaxy away. far far away that doesn't mean that halloween isn't there or a long time a ago simile of something like it yeah i don't know i don't i don't that'd be a tough one to do i think you probably still could do it but uh Maybe they land on a planet where they celebrate something like that and something's happening. But I, I think for the most part, anything that deals with human culture, yeah. you can easily incorporate a, a Halloween theme of some sort into the game. That'd be neat. I think some of the best games would be mystery games where you're trying to solve something. Right, mystery. I agree. That's what I was thinking about Tales from the Loop. Because as, a, as, a, as kids, you, know, how much, how much you don't really want to get into some horror type stuff. But you can solve the mystery, like, and I, I like the mystery of like, you know, there's there's no candy available in the whole city. Somebody's <laughs> stealing candy for whatever reason. The robots are hoarding it. They the don't robots know. are hoarding you it. To, you heard a rumor. 
anything. And so I think that kind of uh, imagination, if you, is, you can really, you know, you can let your imagination go and, and come up with almost anything. And I think that that works well with uh, any game that you're playing at the table. I hadn't thought about that. Well, Serenity would be a good game to play that with Serenity episode because it's all, you know, they were on Earth. And right. They, so they have all the holidays, right? Or I don't know which holidays they still celebrate. They, 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 at least that one would probably, you know, sneak stick on around. through. Yeah, stick yeah. around. Uh, you're right. I, I hadn't thought about just having a regular game become, have a Halloween episode. That's a good idea. So as far as uh, I was thinking about mysteries, a good, of course, mystery game, uh, Tales from the Loop, uh, Bubble Gumshoe uh, that uses the, the gumshoe. I don't know if you have it written down, but I was thinking liminal. Because oh yes, that well that's would... even that's just perfect. Yeah. Well, because it takes place in England and it has to do with fairies and well the supernatural, right? Yeah. Uh, urban's what is it? Urban fantasy. Urban fantasy setting, and I think obviously you know Halloween would be a perfect time for something to happen. You know, isn't that where the veil is thinnest yes. and all that other stuff? So of course, when you have characters who are mythological creatures some of them you know fairies or you can even have halloween have a full moon on that night well that would be yeah of course of course because you have a werewolf in your party usually at least one Uh. somebody wants to play a werewolf (laughs) at least that's been my my our uh experience experience so liminal i hadn't even thought about liminal yeah and liminal is super easy system you can run and you can just insert that that into the game i mean that if you have a liminal game going I, we ran a quite, and or the one shots. I've done a lot of one shots. I, I mean, I sort of connected them a little bit, but they've been basically one shots here and there that I've ran. And uh, it would, they were a lot of fun, but I hadn't thought about a, a Halloween themed game. And Liminal would be perfect because it actually deals with supernatural stuff. And so anything could happen in that game. Like, you know, you're trying to pr- shove something back to the, to where it came from, to, it could be as silly as like even the Tales from Loop when, when people are somebody's stealing all the candy, which could, I guess, you know, in a, in a way, cause quite an uproar, right? Can you imagine if that really happened? You know, people would start questioning things. And, and you're trying to prevent the normals from finding out about, about the, the fey world and stuff, so, or the supernatural yeah. world, because it could cause problems, right? Supernatural would be another excellent game for <laughs> Halloween. I wonder if they ever did an episode. I'm sure they, they did. I'm sure they did. And so because the supernatural show at times was kind of campy, then, of course, a, a halloween theme uh, episode, uh, episode uh, game would be easy to do. And, I, you know, there's two, uh, I don't want to get into too much about Supernatural, but there's two, uh, no, there's only one Supernatural game. I was thinking of Firefly. Uh, Supernatural was done by Margaret Weiss Productions. It used the Cortex Classic system. But that game is long out of print. It's probably pretty hard to get to because they lost, not only did they, they uh, stop printing. printing it, but they lost the license to print to it print or it. to sell it. So it is uh, out of out of print out of print, and out of anything. You can't <laughs> even buy the PDF, I don't think. Uh, but you can find uh, you can find some of those uh, uh, books out there on uh, eBay. Though I think they or done. at a used game store where some some girlfriend has made her boyfriend get rid of all his books. <laughs> That's where Saul finds a lot of books. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I think I uh, yeah maybe maybe that or maybe uh, a gamer has gone on and uh, there's a collection of books there at the bookstores, which is kind of sad. But but at least the game you know, games go on to somebody else. But Supernatural, I think you can. 
use that world and just use any set of rules that you That's want. That's true. Anything that deals with urban. I have another setting. another one to throw you off. Okay. Um, I was thinking about uh, a war game, like a weird war, weird war two. Weird war two. And okay. also maybe like a modern D and D or modern D five game where you're playing soldiers. Okay. Um, and it's, it's Halloween oh. time. Wow. Yes, that would be interesting. You're right. I mean, we. I am uh, currently looking at this game called War Stories. That is. It's not published yet. No, uh, it's coming out. It's supposed to be coming out in the first quarter of twenty 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 two. Is that what year it's going to be? Yeah. Holy crap! Uh that's kind of weird. Uh, time's flying. I had him uh, on a on a previous episode. I did an interview with the person working on that game. His name is Gabe. Gabe Garcia. Garcia. That's right. Uh, Gabe Garcia is a super nice guy. Uh, we had an interview with him uh, probably over an hour, and we could have talked for another two hours. He's a gamer from way back when, and uh, and he's working on it. So he's on. He has a Facebook page where they give out the latest playtest version of that game. I have that. I was meaning to run it at the past con which was pacific con but uh didn't quite get it ready so i'm gonna probably run a game of that for our group uh mm-hmm. test it out and then i'm running the game at dungeon con well that's a that's like a world war one it's world war two game world war the II straight game. world war but two but it's a straight world war two game right. so you could you but during world war two there had to be an October 31st, right? Because it was <laughs> yeah, several yeah. years going, so. <laughs> yes. Well, D-Day was in June, so the war still went on until to the end of the war, which was uh, whenever, to 45. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, my God. Saul's having a moment. <laughs> it was uh, easily the, the war lasted till well, officially until anyway, they dropped the bomb. But anytime during World War II, there was a Halloween. Right. So. I hadn't thought of that. You're right. That goes along with almost any game, but that you can insert Halloween. But that one would be interesting because of the horrors of war. You, right. you know, you're already dealing with that, and uh, you could go with a weird war aspect. You know, maybe some weird supernatural thing is happening. You know, there was you know, look at uh, what is that movie? Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Supposedly Hitler was nuts for this occult stuff, right? According to that one. Was it was he the CIA guy? Uh, I don't remember. Before the CIA, it wasn't the CIA, but some of those two guys that go talk to Indy about what the Ark of the Covenant is. Oh yeah, they, they, they were clueless. <laughs> I love the part where they he were goes, the intelligence. The intelligence goes. Did you guys go to? Did you guys go go to? Go, go, did you guys read the Bible or go to Catechism or whatever? And they're like, oh, no, tell us exactly what, what what you're talking about. So it was interesting that he. he I don't know if it's true that. Hitler was involved with the cult. Yes, or, it is true, actually. Or that he was really uh, interested in it. But obviously that is a tie-in a a tie to anything of the cult as far as, uh, as far as World War II is concerned. And it doesn't even have to be weird. It doesn't have to be uh, supernatural. He could just be looking for something, or yeah. uh, especially at a church in France, right? He, he, there's all kinds of crap that can be somewhere in there. Some what do you call those? Well, you you might want to find a the bone the relic like yeah, a finger relic, relic of yeah. one of the saints, you know, <laughs> or a saint that went rogue supposedly, right? Secretly been excommunicated or taken out of the Bible or whatever you want to talk about or church history. But Hitler found something and uh, and so the Germans are. I don't know. I, I'm already I'm giving away an episode or uh, a game. So, so the Americans have to get it. Right. right. And then the, the Germans, for some reason, are stuck in this one town and defending it at, a, at all costs for absolutely no reason. <laughs> so that, that is a great idea. I, I hadn't thought about that. 
World War II. And then you, you have the backdrop of the horror of the war already. Yeah. So uh, this, uh, you can go lighthearted as far as the what's going on for your game, or you can add some weird stuff and and whether it it's supernatural or not, it definitely could involve uh, things that occultish in a way. So that's obviously thematic with Halloween. So when I looked up this, the idea of Halloween one shots <laughs> online, there were all kinds of things, and I think one of the best ones I I realized. Or I thought I saw they were talking about zombies. And, you know, D&D, you run into zombies. Zombies are hard to kill because they regenerate. Cause they're, but they don't take a lot of damage. I don't yeah, think they, they regenerate. Well, they don't take damage because they're dead. They can't, yeah. probably can't regenerate. But they don't take a lot of damage. Um, but I was thinking that it would be pretty cool to have, like, little kobolds come trick-or-treating in a village <laughs> or something like that. Because they heard about it, right? And then there's always the, you're in a dorm room and... Um, and this guy decides to run a D&D game for you. He opens up an old tomb, tome, and he, uh, and he accidentally summons a demon, and he's dead when the lights come back on, and then you have to figure out how to get rid of it. Well, if he's dead, he's already gotten rid of, no? No, no, the demon that he summoned. Oh, 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 the demon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, be, I think those type of games are, are uh, we even talked about running one at a convention. That uh, Remember our big game was going to be... A game within a game, right? A game that we played within a con- in the convention, but I think we we it was too hard. We canned that idea because it was going to be a little bit too difficult, at least from r- what we were thinking. But but something simple like that, something that takes place at a convention, something that takes place in somebody's home, make it even extra well, this creepy. This was a dorm room, the dorms. That's, well, especially in college, yeah. yeah that's yeah. Uh, but you can set a game in in your own. Or your own home or whatever and, and your own or at the community center or the local library is even better local library you know and there's even uh what is that game there's a, a couple of games i forgot who put it out i don't remember but i'm sorry i don't remember but i put it in the show notes because uh that you were talking about where you play yourself in a game and there's different types of uh world ending events there's the zombie apocalypse there's alien invasion there's the gods run amok like the gods come back and they're not happy and you play yourself, and you can only, and you, you know, what happens is, this is a funny thing, is you have stats, right? And you give yourself the stats like strength, whatever, charisma, and all this stuff. But everybody has to agree that those stats are correct for you. <laughs> that would take a long time. Probably. A lot of bickering, right? Like people say, oh, you're not really that smart, dude. Come on. You're, you know, you're not really that charming. Yeah, really, come on. So I think that's a funny game. I've, I think I own one of them. I don't know which one to do. I think I own the. The zombie apocalypse one, I, yeah, and I think there's a there's an alien invasion. Uh, there might be a robot invasion too, or robots run amok. But they, they were in a very interesting series. They all had the same game system. I think it uses six sided dice. I don't really remember. Uh, I remember just looking at the book because I got it at the flea market, at the gamer flea market one year for that. And I got it for like in a bundle. It was like literally two dollars. So uh, it's I've heard good things and good good things about them and bad things about them. Uh, the bad thing is, is that it, a lot of people argue as to whether you're really that smart or really that dumb, and other people, you know, argue at the very beginning. But I think if, if people are kind of honest, and and other people are kind of oh, yeah, okay, we'll give you leeway on certain things, then uh, it could be a fun game. Though some people will say that, like some podcasters who played that game, like I think it was uh, the guys from uh, Happy Jacks, they were a little bit, what is it? They were they didn't want to die, right? Because it was like, it's too close to home, right? The, the idea that you play yourself. 
<laughs> so they were doing things that they normally would say they wouldn't do, like, you know, leave people behind. <laughs> so it's just like the movies or it's just like a show. So I think that's an interesting idea. I think uh, the idea of playing yourself is an interesting idea or something based on yourself, whatever that means. And you could only use like weapons that are like in your home, right? <laughs> I'm not sure how that's a Halloween episode, but. Well, I mean, you could set it during Halloween, right? You yeah. Know, and then uh, you, you have a zombie conflict on, on, on a, Halloween All of a sudden week. the trick-or-treaters aren't trick-or-treaters. Yeah. Yeah. You don't open your door. <laughs> uh, so I think, I think almost anything you run, anything you play, I was thinking there was only certain systems that would be good, but now we were talking that you talked about almost any system that you're running currently, whether it's D&D or Traveler or something like that. Uh, anything that takes place during that time, anything with that theme of Halloween, I think you could do it. I think that all you have to do is just come up with a with a interesting, what is it, idea of what's going on, or a mystery to solve, or yeah, everything has to be a mystery to solve basically. Whether it's Freddy Krueger running amok, whether it's somebody stealing all the candy. It doesn't have to be a mystery. There could be zombies that you got to just go kill. Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. Or the the source of the zombies, right? Where right. something's creating the zombies. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be a mystery, though. I mean, it could be you, you see the serial killer running down the street, killing people, with an, slashing people. I'm sorry, the, the Halloween killer. And you just go, you have to go find him and kill him. I don't know how much mystery that is, but it is a lot of... Uh... <laughs> well, you got to find it, so you got to yeah. figure something, something. There's a lot of something figuring out. Yeah. I think that you, that's definitely doable. Uh, you doesn't, don't need a lot of time. You guys have a whole week to think of something. Uh, there's plenty of movies, plenty of books, plenty of shows. I'm sure there's plenty. There's a few. Uh, uh, was it Halloween themed uh, adventures out there? If you go to drive through, yes, RPG. there are because I got a, a email from I don't know which one it was, but there are because trust me, because <laughs> trust her. Yeah, so so go out there, have fun, have a nice uh, Halloween, uh, be safe, and uh, play a game. It's a lot easier than. Uh, going trick-or-treating <laughs> unless you have to go trick-or-treating when you're kids then yes yes our kid is 18 so yeah. no longer trick-or-treating so there you go this is gaming perspectives with Saul and Jolene you have a good day <laughs>